Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Hey, buddy. Winning podcast, huh? When's the last time we did this one? When it was 85 degrees and we were wearing shorts every day. Oh, my God. I mean, if you go down the, the, the laundry list of, of things we wanted to accomplish yesterday, right? You got a win. Eli got his, uh, you know, his, his swan song kind of win. The Giants maintain the number two pick in the draft still, even though they won. So they're in the Chase Young sweepstakes <laughs> still. Um, it, it was a, for the first time in a long time, it was a feel-good day. Uh, we'll yeah. get, we can get into all the aspects of the game, the fact that they played the Dolphins, but a lot, a lot of positives. But overall, man, uh, I was very happy for Eli, obviously, and uh, just yeah. a good day, man. Couldn't have been scripted any better, right, Jerry? Right. Eli gets the win. Sherman with a classy move. Uh, gets him out of the game so everybody could right give him one last send off. Um, yeah, well, can, you know, you know, he couldn't ask for more for Eli, man. The guy deserved it, right? He's been a, 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 the face of the franchise for a while. And he's a class act, and he deserved everything he got yesterday. It was a very, it was a very nice moment, you know, being there yesterday. Jerry was very nice. Uh, actually, saw Eli in the locker room while he was get, getting through the presser. Uh, had a few words with him. Uh, he seemed uh, pretty emotional, you know. Yeah. Um, seemed like a lot of stuff got to him yesterday. Can't blame him. Yeah, it looked like he held back some tears on the sideline. He was pretty emotional in the locker room, in the presser. Uh, you know, he's. Tried to be Eli, you know, but you could tell at times he was thinking about it. And uh, how could you not, Jerry, right? 16 years of the franchise, a couple of Super Bowls. He knows the time is over. Um, so it was an emotional but a very uh, good day all around yesterday. It was. And and what's um, what was funny, because uh, it was kind of funny, his numbers, right? He was 20 of 28, 283 yards, I think it was, two, two touchdowns. And... Um, Sorry in advance to the, uh, you know, the leases and the Bens and everybody who's going to get mad at me for saying this, but it was typical. It was a typical Eli game. Some mind-numbing interceptions. I, I'm not counting the one at half because that was a heave, but not seeing the linebacker throwing, uh, as you said, across his body or, or off his back foot. And, and yeah, but I'm not going to ruin it with that. But I came away with, they gave him time. And if you give him time, he can still hurt you. Right. And I think that's what, Eli proved yesterday, um, one of the, the articles I wrote right after the game for the Giant Insider was it's just a shame that this franchise failed him for so long because now he is too old, I think. I think it's time, definitely time to move on. 38 years old, great send-off, but very glad that, that Daniel Jones is, is probably kind of come back, hopefully going to come back next week. But this, this is just what Eli is now. He's an, an older quarterback, can still hurt you, but you know, I, I just hope he retires now. I hope he moves on. Yeah, and I think he will. Uh, I don't think he's going to wear another jersey, Jerry. Right. I really don't. Right. You know, and he, he, you know, anybody who had the notion of him, well, you know what? How about if he wants to come back as a backup? You know, no, he put that to rest this week by saying he yeah, hates right. being a backup. He hates, you know, running the scout team. So that's out. If anybody had any you know, thoughts of that. And um, I don't think he'll play for another. He's kind of thrown it out there. He's, he doesn't want to go anywhere else, Jerry. Uh, his family's in Jersey. His kids are in school. Uh, from what I understand, he really likes Jersey, and he's not going to be moving out of here. How could you? How could you not like Jersey, Chris? Right? Yeah, you know those. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, so um, from what I understand, Jerry, he really doesn't want to play anywhere else, and I don't expect him yeah. to play anywhere else. So, um, I know he feels he could still play, 
and but he's going to have to uh, ride into the sunset. You know, and I think that's what he'll do. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I was glad he evened his record as well. Um, it was a good game. Nice, nice feeling uh, game overall. Like by the end of the game, you were like, uh, you know, yeah, he was hot in the second half, man. He really yeah. was. Yeah, and and you know, in the first half, he hit. Um, Sterling Shepard on a great pass over the middle. Shepard is really the only pass he dropped all day. He had a good game, Shepard. Um, but uh, even the, the throw to Tate, I thought, was good. It was interfered with. Uh, Tate showed good concentration. But, hey, great deal the overall. Jerry, the, the throw to Shepard on the one-yard line was an unbelievable oh, that was, throw You know what? That's a good point. That was probably his best throw of the day. Yeah, that was an unbelievable throw by Eli. And they, really rolled, and they rolled him out. And, and you, I saw one of your tweets like, will you please stop rolling Eli out? And you're right, it just shrinks the field for Eli. It's not like he has an option to run with it. Uh, so all you do is shrink it. So when you look at the fact that the field shrunk because no, he's throwing it. No, no, that tweet was on third and one. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, I don't mind him. You know, you got to get him out a little bit. I like the way Sherman did that a few times yesterday, you know? No, that was a third and short. And I was like, just give it to Barkley twice because it was a two-down situation. Got you it, know? got And it. he rolled him out and he threw an interception. Yeah. That's, no, no, no. Yeah, that's what I was talking about there, but... But getting back to the Shepard throw, Jerry, that was an incredible. You know what, Jerry? You know what was another great throw by yeah. Eli yesterday? Um, that reminded me of Manningham was the one down the sideline of Slayton that he got interfered with. Yeah, it was a good throw. That yeah. was a perfect throw. He just yeah. got interfered. Yeah. The other yeah. the other one I was happy to see was uh, hitting uh, your boy Caden Smith for a 27-yarder yeah. off the seam. Yeah. You know, that's good. a throw yeah. that Manning likes to make. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, you interviewed Smith this week for the Insider. Uh, yeah. Good kid. And somebody who has a future, I think, with the organization and, and the small sample size that he's given us. But, uh, all right, man, let's move on to the other guys. You mentioned it. You have Saquon Barkley. Uh, looked more like the 2008 version. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 18. I, yeah. I'm sorry, 2018 version. <laughs> 2008 <laughs> version. Story. <laughs> in uh, grammar school. Um, you know, the 2018 version. And, uh, look, the, the line helped. And uh, you put it out there. Gates on that uh, mm. second touchdown the um, where he uh, – you know, he made, pulled made, the, the, made the block. He put pulling guard on the block, and it, it was a, a nice, nice, nice to see a, a guard of ours do that, an offensive lineman do that. And he admitted afterwards he likes um, likes playing guard better than tackle. But I just thought overall Saquon looked more like last year's version. Looked like the ankle, if it was bothering him, didn't bother him very much yesterday. And there were holes also, so kind of perfect storm. Yeah, um, Saquon was 100 percent yesterday. There's yep. no question. Yep. This was the first time he was 100 percent in since he had the injury, Jerry. Yeah. Um, he was exploding into the hole. He was kicking it out. He was doing that joystick type moves, right? The game yep. video joysticks, jerking yep. left, spinning, the whole yep. deal. Um, he was Saquon yesterday. Yep. Uh, it also helped that I don't believe he had one carry got hit behind the line of scrimmage yesterday. Yep. Uh, the offensive line played really well. Jerry, I was really impressed with Nick Gates yesterday. Really. Watching him today, watching the game over today, I mean, he was really playing well, dude. He played really well. Um, it was funny because when he played tackle for Remis that one game, yeah. I talked to him after the game and he said, well, you know, this is what I'm used to. I play tackle in Nebraska, right? I like it. <laughs> Yesterday I'm talking to him after the game and he was like, you know what? I remember our conversation. I like God better. I said, why do you like, God? you know, he goes, well, it's less space. I can, I can, I can smash people more, you know? And yeah. what I like about this guy, Gates, Jerry, um, he's got a little nasty streak to him too, you know? Yep. Um, but I tell you what, you watch the film and him today. He was he was throwing some blocks out there last yesterday, um, and he's got a like nice little nasty streak to him. I was impressed with him. I think without question he'll be on this roster next year. You got to look for a place for this kid next year, man. 
either be it right tackle, Jerry, or I suggested something with the new coaching staff, which I anticipate. <laughs> yeah. By the way, maybe... everybody, that did not save Pat Shermer. So for anybody saying, oh, this game yeah, no. saved. No, not happening. No, no that didn't save me. This is a whole body of work when yeah. they do, when they. Uh, after the season, analyze it after the season, but I even suggest you know what you got to get this kid out there, right? Yeah. If you if you if you like him better inside, then obviously Zeitlin and Hand is going to be back. Then you know what? Let him start taking some snaps. You know, and he, whoever comes in here in the off season, Jerry, if it's a new coaching staff, right away they should be like, you start working on being a center. You know, um, just to give it a shot because I I want to see him on the field, Jerry. I really it's do. funny you said that because I was going to be my next question with you with with Zeitler and Hernandez there. Where do you put him? Not that, you know, you traded for Zeitler. He pays, a, you know, you, you paid him a lot of, you're paying him a lot of money. Uh, Hernandez was a second round pick. You just don't see him supplanting either one of them and moving those guys anywhere. But it's no. a good point. Like, do you put Gates at, can he try right tackle next year? Can he try center? Yeah. Um, yeah. You got, it, it, it seems like a guy you want to get on the field, but that's, that was my next question. It's funny you answered that. Yeah. Oh, listen, Joe, he played well when he played right tackle for Remis that game. Yeah. You know, he held his own. He played pretty good. Yeah. So we'll see, you know, if he, if he's over there, if Remus isn't back, if he's over there at right tackle next year, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, but I think in the two games, listen, it's only two games. I understand that. But this is a kid that played really well in Nebraska, too. This is no slouch, okay? Yeah, yep. Um, so he has shown enough. And I think he's probably going to play, you know, the rest of the season. I don't think Zeitler's going to be back. I don't think. Right. You know, uh, especially Sunday. So you're going to see him again Sunday against a pretty good defensive line in Washington. You know, yeah. Um, so it'd be a nice test for him to see where he's at going into the offseason. I really like him, Jerry. You know, I really like Gates. Jerry, I got to be honest with you. <clears throat> I was thinking about it last night. You know, um, I was talking about you know Gates has got a little nasty. Show. He likes playing on the edge. He told me last night. You know. Yep. And that was the reputation for Will Hernandez, right? Right. right. I got to be honest with you, Jerry. You know, besides Cowboys game where he showed a little nastiness there, that one little. You know, thing we had. Remember, they were going back and forth, Jerry. Yeah. On that Monday night game, Will and Anders has not been a nasty type guy out there. Yeah, he's been disappointing. I, I, I'm expecting more Chris Snee. Chris Snee was a nasty right. guard. Uh, that's very, what Gates reminds me of a little bit, Jerry. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and and very good in, in the running game. Yeah, Hernandez has been a disappointment for as high as he was drafted. And look, we we thought you know the the draft analysts had him going top twenty. He fell to us in the second round. Um, I think we traded up uh, with Cleveland to get him. But, uh, yeah, he's been a disappointment overall, man. This whole line has been. And if you, it's funny. When you see a guy like Nick Gates doing well, you, you raise your eyebrows. And go, all right, where can we put him next year? Like, figure out a spot, yeah. Nick, and get, out, get the hell out there, you know. And whether it's moving someone else or moving him to a position maybe he's not that comfortable with, the, the less we can replace on that line, the better, because we're going to have to replace a lot of it, I think. Yeah. Uh, only point I make about Hanan is that, you know, he, he's been – Okay, you know, pretty good, right? Yeah, but not, um, not actually, what we expected. But, yeah, you know, we kind of expect, especially, especially in the second season, a guy that's like a road grader, right? A nasty guy that's pancaking, you know, and, and yeah. he's, you know, he's mixing it up. And, you know, not, listen, I'm not comparing him to Quentin Nelson, but sort of like, you know, a guy out there with a nasty chip on him, right, Jerry? No, that's fair comparison because he was the next best guard, supposedly, in that draft, and Quentin Nelson's ridiculous. Yeah, well, uh, the, the point being is that he was supposed to be like in that, Sort of like that picture of a nasty guy, you know, good right. run blocker, right? Right. Um, of course, he's not the same league as Quentin Nelson. But the the point being, is I haven't really seen that, Jerry. I haven't seen that nasty guy out there smashing. You know, I haven't seen it. I actually seen him. He's actually better in pass blocking than he is in run blocking. Yeah, it's amazing. And and that was supposed to be the, his weaker aspect. Right. 
And then you see Gates yesterday, and he's pulling, he's wiping out two guys, the spring Saquon on the outside yeah, for that right. touchdown. Yeah. He had another good block early in the game. Uh, he opened up He opened up about three or four holes yesterday. I put it on Twitter this morning, Jerry. Saquon had, I think it was 72 I put out there at 112 over his side, yeah, over the right side. Unbelievable. You know, so um, pretty impressive for the kid. I hope, they, I hope he finishes strong. Right now, you look at Gates, you say, hey, this is a kid that's got to that's gotta be out there next year, you know? Yeah, and to your point about Hernandez, that's why when you look at the 2000, not to get into this now, but I can't help myself. When you look at the 2018 draft, it's a bunch of guys outside of Barkley who haven't taken that next step, right? It's Hernandez, it's Carter, it's BG Hill. And if we were going to be competitive this year, aside from the coaching issues, these guys had to take the next step forward and and they're just not, right? Hill, I think he had a a tackle or two yesterday. One player was all excited about something. Um, Lorenzo Carter uh, didn't, he pinched on one play and, uh, Fitzpatrick ran around him. I, I think Zimenez is, is actually playing better than Lorenzo yeah. Carter. But anyway, uh, back to the offensive line. If Gates can play one of those positions, then then all you're replacing is you know uh, maybe one position. Because yeah. I don't. Is I that, just is that Pat Sharma? It could be. He's uh, asking about yeah. his job status. Okay. Uh, it's probably <laughs> spam like it is every every all the other time. But you're only <laughs> going to replace one because I think you're going to keep Solder. I think Solder's going to be. Back next year's salary is too big to eat. So, yeah, yeah, um, I'm looking for a center, Jerry. Uh, I don't think Remis will be back. You know, although no. I, I, Jerry, listen, if Remis came back in another one year deal, it wouldn't be the worst thing. Okay, right. it would not be the worst thing. He, it's not like he's embarrassed himself out there. He's played it right. You know, um, listen, Solda is not 100, percent but he hasn't been good. There's no excuses. I know that, but Hernandez will be back, and we're looking for the center, right? Yep. And obviously Zyla, he's played the best, you know, on the line this year. He'll be back at right guard. So, but they played really well yesterday, Jerry. They played really well that line yesterday. I have to give him credit. They played really well. So staying on the offense, uh, we we spoke (laughs) about Caden Smith and and the potential that's there. Uh, One guy that, what a find in the fifth round. Uh, Darius Slayton, huh? Oh, my God. I tell you, what a beautiful improvision route he ran yesterday for that touchdown. You know, he saw what was going on with Eli. Broke back out. Uh, beautiful job by Slate. Eight touchdowns, dude. Yeah, it's the most touch, It's the most touchdowns for a guy drafted, I believe, in the fifth round or later as a rookie since right. Marcus Colson in 2006. Right. And Marcus Colson had a damn good career for the Saints. Yeah. You know? Um, Jerry, I mean, if I told you back on September 1st or August, <laughs> right, Jerry, hey, listen, Darius Slayton is going to lead this team in touchdown reception with eight. You'll be like, Chris, what is the sun get frying your skull at training camp? <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you yeah. know, you'd be like Chris. Uh, listen, we got to come into TGI headquarters right now. You know, so because, but here's it. I mean, dude, you know, I, listen. I was t- telling everybody. I was saying, right, Jerry, watch this kid slay, and he's got talent. Remember? Yep. But I didn't envision. I didn't envision this, Jerry. You know what I mean? No. In fact, I was thinking about this fine. today. I thought he'd be better at kick returns than he is, and not as good as re- at receiving. But it's the opposite. He's a terrible kick returner. He hesitates, and he's a very. He's becoming a pretty good receiver for us. Pretty good. Yeah, very good. He's been unbelievable. Yeah. Right. You know. Uh, yeah. Listen, they tried that kickoff thing. They they quickly scrapped that. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, um. But he listen he. Uh, He's been excellent. He's got eight touchdowns. Yeah, yep. He's got better hands than we thought. It's more than that guy 13 on the Browns. <laughs> I know. He's really depressed right now and wants out, huh? Yeah, he wants out. Everybody wants out over there, you know. But but <laughs> he's only going to get better, you know, yeah. Jerry. Um, and him and Jones had a real good connection going. 
and and you like and Eli's played the last few games and he just kept it rolling. What do you like, right? Yeah, yep. And um, yeah, I mean, what great find by Gettleman. You know, a lot of people want to rip Gettleman, but when a guy you know comes up with something, you got to give the guy credit, man. Right? Isn't it amazing oh. that you know you look at some guys and you think, man, Gettleman really screwed this up. Then you see a pulled Darius Slayton out of his butt, and you're like, oh man, what a what a find. And if if Connolly was playing. Uh, that's another um, what, fifth round pick that we got that yeah. was working out nicely. Uh, I, we said it before, dude. Ojane Simenez. I mean, Ugh. you know, he's got like four, what, four and a half or five and a half sacks on the season? I think four and a half. Yeah. I think four he had and another half, half sack yesterday. And, you know, don't look now, but if you ask me who's, who's, who should start, him or Carter, I don't even think it's close right now. I, Carter doesn't do anything. Ojane Simenez at least does something. He can point him to the, like I said earlier in the year, point him to the quarterback and just go get him, kid. That's it. That's, yeah. that's, your, that's your job. But I, I was stay on, you know, we'll go stay on the offense. But um, oh, okay. Sorry, I was. I'm I'm, I'm, oh, excited. Right. Yeah. I'm excited about the draft, buddy. I'm excited about some of these young guys that we saw yesterday. Yeah. And yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get to your we'll get to your uh, your crown jewel soon, buddy. When we go to the defense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know the receivers, right? Slate and Golden Tate. <laughs> My crown jewel. <laughs> One catch yeah, for fifty-one yards. One catch for fifty-one yeah. yards and a touchdown. And he's your other. This is your other crown jewel on offense. The other Golden Domer. Um, like show good concentration. I don't know what that. You know, there were some tweets during the game about backing into the end zone the way he did. Mm-hmm. I I took that as I think he wanted to see how close those guys were to him, and he just set him on the five-yard line. I'm just turning around. I swear to God, I I didn't think anything of it, but some people were texting me like, "Oh, what the hell is Golden Tate doing? And what's his yeah. problem?" And I don't know. I just thought that was like, I, of all the things to complain about, I, I'm not complaining about Golden Tate turning around. I, whatever. It is what it is. Well, it, it, it's pretty funny. I could tell you exactly what happened. He thought, he did not think that defender was close to him. Yeah. He told me. Yeah. You know, because I kind of broke, I, I've kind of had a little relationship with Golden and uh, I kind of broke his chops after the game and said, what the hell were you doing on that back paddle? Did you say that? Yeah, that's and awesome. he goes honestly, dude. He goes, I thought they were ten yards away from me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. You know, that's something he likes to do. I'm not, you know, big on it. You know, he likes to do that little back pedal as he goes in the end zone when he thinks he's got it. You know, a, a ten yard cushion. Yeah, he was surprised the guy was right on him. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I would say I would him. say Giant fans who saw the the Giants play in Yankee Stadium don't like that. <laughs> they don't like that stuff. Like the yeah. older Giant fan yeah. is like, I don't know. No, I don't, don't like do it either, Jerry. No, I know, cra- I know. Listen, I'm not crazy about that look either, especially that the guy was on top and almost and almost turned into a disaster, okay? Yeah, yeah. Can't have that, man. Can't yeah. have that. But yeah. I could just tell you, Golden thought he had a lot of space between him and the defender, you know? Yep. Um, I wish he wouldn't do it, but what are you going to do? You know, yeah. he, he does. Um, I thought that was a great catch by Golden because his one arm is wrapped. That's why he threw the flag. Yeah. The guy kind of hooked his one arm. His left arm, and he got the right arm, and he, defle- you know, he deflected, you know, bobbled it to himself, whatever, and that was a great play, you know. So, and then the best receiver on the team yesterday was uh, Sterling Shepard, maybe, huh? Yep, Shep played a hell of a game. Came on in the second half, had a bad drop in the first half, you know, which is something you will see out of Shep, right? We've seen this before. He right, will have a right drop in, it, right in his chest. Perfect yeah. pass from Manning. Probably yeah. could have gone for about twenty yards. Right, um, but made up for it. But uh, he had a, had a strong second half. Uh, just seemed to click, he told me, after the game. Just for some reason, him and Eli, they were just on the same page in that second half. And that was a – Eli made some beautiful throws yesterday, man. He really did. Yeah, he really did. And that's why I said um, that. He It was um, like a microcosm of his last few years when you could give him time. He's still going to give you the mind-numbing picks. But some of the throws he made, you're like, oh, my God. You're like, 
Oh, Eli, yeah. if you could just if you could just go to the fountain of yeah. youth and shave five years off of him. Uh, give me the you know the 2014 2015 version of him where he was still an elite, I thought an elite quarterback, but the line was just so bad. Uh, it would mm-hmm. be nice anyway. Yeah, yeah. So the offense really clicked in the second. If that that safety um, where Sam Beal, you know, that kind of turned it around, right? They they got yep. the punt. They, they, you know, Damari Smith with a nice move, a couple moves on a punt return after the safety. Yeah. Giants went down to score, and that was just about all she wrote. You know, the Giants had a momentum. So, yep. um, listen, this is a Dolphin team that was playing hard. Yeah, they were. I know a lot of people are ripping. You know, oh, it's only the Dolphins. I I understand that. Hey, but... Chris, Chris, some of us picked the Dolphins to win that game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there is one buffoon <laughs> that I'm talking to. I'm sure his uh, lead is uh, lead. I should say his oh. deficit is probably beyond repair right about now. I have to. It's probably like Pat Shermer's coaching career. It's just it's, right. I am. I'm like 175th out so, of uh, 300. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the Dolphin team. I was playing pretty decent coming in this game, and uh, the Giants did what they had to do in the second half, and it did it for Eli. So it was great, great stuff. Hey, speaking of Shermer on on offense. What did you think of the game plan? It just seemed like they they finally stayed with Barkley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, there were so many times where they got away from him, especially the the Eagle game where they got away from. Him. I didn't understand that, but I didn't really I didn't really have too much to complain about on offense. And I also no. thought, I got to mention this now: uh, pulling Tanny, I'm sorry, pulling um, Manning for Tanny the way he did, so that Eli can get the proper ovation, was a very classy move. So, well, Jerry Pat Sherman is a classy guy. Yeah. Now, is he head coach material? No. Right. Do I want him back? No. I, I firmly believe that Pat Sherman is not an NFL head coach. I think he's proven that, right? Yep. Um, of course, you know, you're not going to say that the first season. you got to give the guy, you know, this and that. But after two seasons and his three in Cleveland, I think you could pretty much, you know, confident, with confidence say he's not an NFL head coach. Yeah. Okay? Yep. But now it has nothing to do with the man as a person, you know, as a person, right? Uh, he's a class guy, a good guy, um, and I thought that was really, really nice move. What he did yesterday with Eli, he loves Eli, and it's a couple of years. You know, he's been with Eli. He has, man, he really admires the dude, man. He said it over and over, uh, and and it really worked out well. I'm glad it worked out well for you. I'm glad it wasn't a nail biter, Jerry. Last second field goal, we couldn't get his, you know, send off. You know. Yeah, and John Mara had a lot of nice comments to say afterwards as well. So, uh, you know, the, the front office, obviously, and the ownership, they think a lot of Eli. And, um, you know, obviously, Shermer does too. And it, it's, it was cool to see that yesterday. And I was very happy that Shermer, Shermer did that. And, the, mm-hmm. uh, like, the offensive game plan, I didn't find myself comp- – I mean, look, you're 2-11, and 11, so I don't care. I'm, I'm at the point now where it's like if they do anything positive, you're happy. But I, I didn't find myself complaining too much yesterday about the game plan. I didn't think there were any – you know, play calls like the the stupid the one they tried a couple of weeks ago with uh, Damari Scott, the end around, and it was his first action, and nothing stupid like that. And mm. um, I just I just thought sticking to the run finally was something they should have been doing for a while. Yeah, well, you listen, they converted some third down yesterday. They got more plays in the second half, so we ran it more. Um, the only issue I have with Sherman yesterday was that one third and one where he did that roll with Eli, and Eli threw it across his body. Where Saquon was running pretty well, I was like, "What are we doing there? Just give it the, you know, it was two down territory. Just give it to Saquon twice. Trust me, he's gonna get one yard. You know, yeah, yeah. The way they were run blocking yesterday, he got a little too cute there, in my opinion. Yeah. But other than that, you know, they were going after that kid, thirty, uh, who's like a fourth string cornerback for Flores. I forget his name now, no, but they went it, after no, him was, a lot. Was, it wasn't Needham, was it? 
No, no, Needham's actually pretty good. No, it wasn't Needham. It was um, Bates or something. Number three. I forget his name. Not Welty or the other kid. Anyway, point being is that they went after him a lot, as they should have, you know? Yeah. Um, so, listen, Sherman did a lot of good things with the offense yesterday. Give him credit. Uh, but it helps when you run block a little bit, right, Jerry? It helps when you open some holes, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, obviously, uh, Barkley was healthy, but when the line can block for you more, uh, it just looks a lot better. I know we're stating the obvious here, and it was only the Dolphins, but I just think this franchise needed to feel good about something. And like oh. I said, the, the beautiful part of it is we're still number two uh, in, mm-hmm. in the draft. We, everybody wants Chase Young. He's all over the internet. That's the guy every Giant fan wants. Uh, of course, if, if you pick three and you get Andrew Thomas at a left tackle, you're going to be that upset? Probably not. But anyway... Um, I just think the franchise needed to feel good because it's been so long, so long since they were able to cheer about anything. And it wasn't much, didn't look like much of a crowd, at least from TV, from the pictures you sent. Um, as far as people missing the game, looked like a lot of empty seats. But the ones that were there uh, were treated to a, a pretty good show. Giants, did, I did not see the Giants um, winning by 16. No. <laughs> so you had the Giants losing. I did, yes. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> Yes, I did. <laughs> oh. You know, not for nothing, but, you yeah, know, go ahead. I, I, I put on there about Barkley getting over 100, this and that, and people are like, you're nuts, Chris. You're, you're, you're lunatic. You're not, right. Remember? Yep. I said, well, where's the apologies here? You know, I didn't see I didn't see any apologies on Twitter, Jerry. No, you said I think people I'm owe me a little disappointed apology. in the yeah. followers. <laughs> I'll bet. It should be. <laughs> and there's some people right away here. Oh, 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 oh. It was a joke, folks. Lighten up. Oh my God. Well, well, Twitter, Twitter is Woo! is all piss and vinegar. You Woo! know, with no wins Man. in October, November. I mean, Giant fans are angry, taking it out on each other right now. Now I gotta ask you this, Jerry. Mm. Do people like read? They actually read tweets, or they just fly and just send out a tweet? I put out a tweet today. <laughs> DeAndre Baker. Yes. Who, who we have gotten on a lot this season. Yeah. Rightfully so, right? Yeah, yes. Okay, so now I put on today that he is down. His completion percentage on him when he is targeted is 57%. Right. Which is excellent. Which is, I shouldn't say excellent, which is good. Right. And much better than what he was, right? It's right. getting lower and lower, right, Jerry? Right. And then you see people responding, well, it was only the Dolphins. Like, folks, try to focus and read the tweet. It's for 14 games. Well, Chris, the problem with that is if Oof. you if you said, if you said Oof. DeAndre Baker had a bad game and we even played the Dolphins, people would say, well, it's a pro game. It's completely different. I don't care if it's the Dolphins or not. So there, there's just Twitter people out there, not necessarily followers of ours, oh, but, okay. but Twitter folks out there who just look to argue. And they're just, oh, the, okay, their whole gotcha. purpose... A lot of times you can always, I can always see it when I see zero followers and zero uh, follows. It's just the burner accounts that go from account to account to account oh. to just gotcha. raise hell. That's, that's my opinion. Oh, I think okay. I'm right with that. I'm, yeah, I'm you know, sure you're right, dude. Yep. I'm in, um, I'm, I, have a, I have an in with the millennials who tell me all this stuff. So. I, I see that. You're like a millennial now. Yeah, I got that. But, uh, <laughs> but you know what? I guess we could talk about the defense a little bit. Chris, um, before we get to the defense, my friend, I have to state that support from the Giant Insider podcast comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's right. below-the-belt below grooming, baby. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. It's time to gear <laughs> up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. 
That's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag you. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. Chris, I don't know about you, but I was so happy yesterday. I celebrated a win by uh, manscaping myself. These you did? Pro- yes, yes. Well, they sent us all that stuff. Um, so, again, and uh, Mrs. Twelfth Man has never been happier. These products smell good as well. They give you manly scents, and it's very attractive and will help get your person, that special person in your life uh, in the mood, if you know what I mean, and I think you do. 85% of women think bad grooming is a major turnoff, according to Dr. Drew. 80% of women think men should manscape below the belt. That's just an independent study. And 89% of men think good grooming is essential to their professional success. That's Business Wire. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code GMEN at manscaped.com. So go to manscaped.com, type in the code GMEN. And let's see what else. Get 20% off free ship and free shipping as well. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code GMEN. All right, buddy. Um, I think I've, uh, I think we can go to the defense now. How about you? What do you think? Huh? Want to go to the defense? I'm, I'm, st- I'm still, I'm still grasping that. Would you say jingle balls to the walls or something? Yes. Yeah, I thought it was appropriate for the uh, the season that Very we're in. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's All the, right. Uh, the creativity aspect of the giant insider. Here we go. All right then. Um, so, so you brought up Baker, right? Yeah. His... Um, let's talk about the defense a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Um, I thought Baker played well again yesterday. Uh, had that one penalty, and he got beat in the end zone on a very. I thought he had very good technique just at the last second. Parker got in that position, used yeah. his strength a little bit. Yep. But um, it was a tough play there. Um, but I thought Baker was physical again. I thought he covered pretty good. Yep. Right? And he is finishing strong, dude. Big time. And that's what you want to see, right? What, we, what I keep saying about him is when I look at him, and I'm, I've said it over and over, and I know I'm repeating myself, but he just looks like a an NFL corner. He's got the body type. He's physical. He's big. I'm happy we drafted him, right? And then... Up until last week, I, we kind of hadn't seen that. It's, I don't know if the light went on at the Eagle game. Um, I know the competition wasn't that great because of all the guys they had hurt. But then we watched him yesterday, and it's two weeks in a row where he looked like an NFL corner and didn't make mm-hmm. me miss uh, the jackrabbit who was cut. So I'm really happy for DeAndre Baker. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I know he's taken a lot of heat, and we've given him some heat. Like, we expected more mm-hmm. from a first-round pick, but corner's a very hard position to learn. But, man, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm psyched. I'm really psyched going into you know, the rest of these games into the next year about the, the prospects of this kid. Yeah, you should be. We were hoping he finished strong, and he ha- he is finishing strong, right? Yep. yep. He, he, you could tell there's some confidence going on now out there. You could see it, right? Yep. Um, another kid I, I kind of like, uh, Sam Beal. Yeah. On the other side, you know. Um, now, here's a guy, what, what's this, his fourth game, Jerry? Fourth game, he hasn't right? played in two years, yeah. Right, right. Uh, and he told me yesterday in the locker room after the game, he goes, get ready because I know a lot of fans are not happy with me and they're kind of questioning me, but don't forget, tell everybody I was out two years and get ready because I'm coming to ball and you're going to see me now. 
And guess what, Jerry? You're starting to see that a little bit, right? Well, not, made a nice play on the on the safety too. It's like a good tackle. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. This is like you said. This is only his fourth game. Like DeAndre Baker played what? I guess eleven games or so before he started looking like anything like a, a pro corner. This kid's in his what? His second or third game. Yeah. Um. So you have to like what you're seeing from him. Another kid, not a big guy at all, you yeah. know, uh, but real physical. Plays physical, Bill. You know. Yep. yep. Um, he's got to tighten up some things out there, you know. Um, but he's just learning too, man. Don't forget, he's been out, right? Yep. So you kind of look at him and you say, "All right, maybe we got something going on here," yeah. right? Yep. Um, and then I thought Corey Ballantyne really struggled in the first half. I thought he got better in the second half. Yeah, I he's think not the, a slot the, kid. The, I was going to say that the one thing that's clear is we need a slot corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not it. He could fill in. I'd like to see him on the outside. I'd like to see him start on the outside. Uh, maybe one of these games, and then see what Beal can do in the slot, see if he can handle it. Uh, because Ballantyne, he doesn't seem to be a slot corner. He's, he's not handling that role uh, very well. But he's another kid you like a lot, and you think he has a lot of potential. Absolutely, man. Listen, he's an outside kid. You know, he played in college, and he played in, pre- in preseason. He had, what, three interceptions, Jerry, on yeah, the outside? I think so. Two right? or three, yeah. uh, Two or three in, in a preseason. I know it's preseason and all that, but still. still yeah. um, he's getting used to the slot thing. I thought he looked better in the second half yesterday. You know, um, in the first touchdown he gave up, he expected safety help, um, but they didn't get over quick enough. Fitz held him out long enough. If Fitz was looking to his right, but they didn't get over quick enough. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, and Ballantyne lost him a little bit. He didn't get the safety help. I think we've said that about a million times this year, right? Um, <laughs> yes. So, uh, but I'm not giving up on Ballantyne. The kid's got talent. No. Slot's not really his thing. I don't know if the new. I don't know when Betcher gets fired in January. What the new defensive staff's going to do? You know. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't lose. I don't. I haven't. It, 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 I said it all year, and I, I, I've held true to it. I'm not losing patience with these young guys in the defensive backfield. It just it right. takes so long. Even with DeAndre Baker, I guess I lost patience with like the tweet you sent out where you said, you know, you go to talk to him, he doesn't really say anything, and he's just, like, you don't like his attitude. Other players have commented on it. That's mm-hmm. where I would get mad, right? Like, like right. My, you know, there's guys in the locker room that have said he's got to put more time in. That's that pisses me off. But these guys struggling, like Corey Ballantyne struggling. I don't. I don't throw anything at the TV when I see that. I'm like, ah, oh, he's a young kid. He's going to struggle. I just, it's a shame he's, he's stuck in the slot. But, um, Chris, I, I, I always feel like I should play like entrance theme music or something for this next guy. And I'm half kidding, but half serious. Julian Love <laughs> is a player and a half. Like, nah, no, he's not, Jerry. He's, he's got to get ready. <laughs> he missed one tackle, and that was all <laughs> I saw negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fourth down play, <clears throat> fourth and one, you know, uh, the television announcers made a big deal of Dalvin, Dalvin Tomlinson, who also is actually looking good. We'll get into him. But Julian Love made that stop. Tomlinson was like the extra guy. Julian Love is a good tackler. He's all over the field. I, I am so excited about him next year mm-hmm. playing along with Jabril Peppers. And I think you tweeted that today, like, or yesterday. How could you not be? If you, you know, you're talking about Peppers, Love, uh, Beal. Mm-hmm. Baker and, and Ballantyne, like this is what we were excited about earlier in the year, and we said it's going to take some time for these guys to get going. But, yeah. man, Julian Love, holy crap. Yeah, you got to like what he brings to the table, right? Oh, good player, Blitzed, man. Blitzed a, lot. Blitzed a lot yesterday, too. Yes. And some pressures, too. Yeah. Um, and, Jerry, listen, Love played the outside, played some slot in Notre Dame. Um, now, would it surprise me when a real coaching staff – I know what you're going to say. What? 
He's, he's going to try him in the slot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, would it surprise you, Jerry, if a if a real defensive coordinator came in here and said, "What the hell is Love doing at safety?" You know, get him in a slot. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, maybe maybe we have the guy on the team, and he's uh, actually playing safety right now. Listen, I, I, I've given up on the decision making of this coaching staff. Okay. Um, but like I told you oh, months ago, Love told me this safety thing is all new to him. And he's learning this position on the fly, okay? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, he practiced in it in preseason. He was in it, and then he's playing it now. But he's not a safety in college. You know, he played outside in college in, in a slot, too. Um, yeah. So would it shock me, Jerry, if a coaching staff came in? We we got a slot guy. We got love. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, we'll see. You know, we'll see. But if it stays like it is now, Jerry – I think people should feel pretty good about Peppers and Love on the back end, right? Yeah, not going to be too uh, not going to be too disappointed, that's for sure. Nope. All, all of a sudden, what is a uh, was a weakness all year because they were young, and uh, you know, on the outside looking in, you listen to non-Giant fans and, and people not associated with the Giants and announcers, and they talk so much out of their ass, it's so annoying. And they say, "Well, this this defensive backfield's a, an albatross around this team." But guys, they're all young. Okay, don't give me that. Don't like you. You know, these are the same guys that said, oh, yeah, the, the, 19, uh, the 1990 Cowboys stink. Well, they're all young, right? They're going to be a dynasty in about three years. Like, I'm not saying that about this defensive backfield, but these are talented kids, you know, picked in the first round, picked in the supplemental draft. A guy who right. dropped to the fourth who should have been uh, a second or third rounder, a first round safety. You know, we, if we pick another guy, you know, maybe second round, I mean, we traded away our third round last year, or, or next year, rather. But if we pick a guy in the second round, it's all of a sudden you, you have a, a defensive backfield of, of pretty high draft picks and talented kids. Mm-hmm. I, you need that in this NFL. Like, I'm excited about this team going forward, th- this aspect of the team, I should say. Yeah. It, it, there's so much potential, right. Jerry. And on what are you looking for, like I always talk about, is progress. And Are you seeing progress right now with Baker, Jerry? 100%. Are you seeing it with Beal? Oh, my God, yeah. Are you seeing it with Love? Yeah, uh, yep, yep. Did you see what Pep is doing from, like, the fourth game on? Yep. So it's all about that, bud, right now. We're having a problem in the slot, no doubt about it. Ballant, the first Haley get, got the shot, he couldn't cover really anybody. Ballantyne's really struggling. So that's something they're going to have to address, right, Yep. Uh, next season. But I always talk about progress, right? And if you look at these kids the last few games, you're seeing progress. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about it, right? You're gonna put a, we're going to put Grant Haley on a weight gain program and make him a linebacker because he's <laughs> such a good tackler. <laughs> can't cover him but man the guy pull, can tackle pull, pull Deion Buchanan on him huh? put him up in the linebacker the hybrid backer <laughs> yeah that'd be nice yeah Jerry um, yeah so as I think there's a lot to look forward to there they have to continue now to play well yeah. right yep. you don't work hard in this league and Baker's starting to figure that out now Jerry I got yeah. on him about <laughs> getting this out of my you know what that he, he doesn't work hard at times he doesn't he doesn't read his playbook he's not on. you know he doesn't really want to get into this too much I mean, I've gotten this from players, Jerry. Right, okay? right, right, right. Yep. All right. So, but now, you, you know, sometimes he's just a young, he's just a kid. Okay. Sometimes when a veteran, all of a sudden you say to yourself, oh man, you know what? I better get rolling here. I'm not in Georgia, you know, Yeah. anymore. So, and all of a sudden the bell starts to go, you know, it starts to get, the light comes on a little bit, Jerry, and you start the roll. So that's what you're hoping with Baker. Up front, listen, um, Jerry Thomason has been the best defensive lineman on his team the last five games. Now I got a question for you. I, I keep making the joke about trading the third rounder for Williams. How much is Williams helping Tomlinson? Jerry Leonard Williams is helping everybody. Let, yeah. Listen, Leonard Williams is playing well, Jerry. Yeah. 
Um, no question about it. He is playing well. Um, he has done a lot for this rush defense, man. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, and mind you, we don't even have line. I mean, Mayo's not bad against the rush. Mayo's a, a serviceable linebacker. No, no, no. I, I'll say this. I think Ogletree and Mayo are fine against the rush. I actually think Ogletree's okay oh, against the Ogletree. rush. But against the pass, holy crap, man. I thought, I'd rather Ogletree. have us out there. Yeah, Ogletree will not be on this team next year. No, you know? I know. We'll um, still, well, let's stay on the line. It's, it's happy thoughts. We got, yeah, we got some guys up front, man. Um, yeah. You know, listen, Thomason is playing well. He played 27 snaps yesterday. Why only 27? That's beyond reason okay oh rotation we do this you uh, can we keep guys fresh well your best defensive guy shouldn't be out for 27 snaps you should be out there for more yeah okay yeah oh my god and, and let, I, let that's yeah, out of, sorry, that's yeah. out of nowhere tomlinson like he i thought he was the weak link on the d-line he's turning out to be the the biggest playmaker right now i didn't <laughs> yeah, see he that had a sack yesterday right he had a sack yesterday he had a sack um, and he did he did assist the great julian love on his fourth and one stop i mean you know, he's getting in there now. Like, he's making plays. And, he, yeah. and Jerry, he, he was the reason for that safety. Right. You know, he a, shot the right. gap. That's right. That's right. Yep. He shot the gap. He yep. forced Laird outside and then Bill did the rest. Yeah. And the first thing Bill said to me in the locker room after the game was, he goes, I didn't do much. I just made the tackle. He goes, Tomlinson shot the gap. You know? Unbelievable. And he's a mild-mannered kid, Tomlinson, right? Yeah, he's a real nice dude. Real yeah. gentleman. Real right. gentleman. So, um, Jerry... Uh, he's really come on. Um, Leonard Williams is playing well. Okay? Yeah, he's getting, it's the same he's story. getting close, too. He's getting close. He's getting close. I like to see, like, you made a point a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, you know, if you if you got a guy, a dominant edge guy, put Williams next to him, mm, right? Yeah. I think all of a sudden, Jerry, you go from zero sacks or one sack to six or seven. I really do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, because that frees up a lot, you know? So it'd be interesting what they do. I, uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens with Williams because he has re- he has played well. He's just not a sixth overall. We we've talked about this before. Like, how much money do you give this guy? You know? Yeah. And you watch him, Jerry, rush in the past. He doesn't have a whole bunch of moves, dude. No, he really doesn't. You know? Now he, is he is he more of a so when the next coach comes in, he's gonna hey listen, man. I don't know what they're gonna play, and I know Betcher plays both. But the next coach who comes in, he might look at this team and say, we have zero, we have no linebackers, we have like. Two, right? I'm going to go to a four-three. Does Leonard Williams play the, a tackle position there? Yeah, you put him on the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he's a guy you could put on a three tech, throw him on a five tech. He could do both. Like he does, he does that now a lot. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but listen, he gets close a lot. I know it doesn't. You know, he's got to get some sacks. Once again, he got close yesterday a couple times, right? Yeah. Oh, he forced a fumble. Yeah, and he forced a fumble. He's playing well against the run. Um, he's a good player, Jerry. Yeah, he is. But he is now good. the question is, is he, is he a whatever number he wants player? Well, so. and I just I like that there's one aspect of this defense that we can actually perform now. We can stop the run for the most part, right? We we can function against the run. Imagine our, we had some inside back. Oh, my God. Our corners are getting better. I know, guys, it's the Dolphins. We're all going to say we're drinking the Kool-Aid. Whatever. Let us have our moment here. All right. It, it, we won a game. But I look at that game yesterday, and I'm like, wow, our corners look good. Our one safety looks really good that Chris has been asking to play for 45 weeks now. Our defensive front can stop the run if we had a middle linebacker that could function. Holy cow. Oh my, what, well, do we have a defense now? Marcus Golden gets to the quarterback. Or Shane Zimenez gets to the quarterback. Dexter Lawrence hit a little bit of a wall, but he's still 6'5", 340. He's going to get better. 
you know, it's if you add that kid from Ohio State whose name I don't want to say because we're still on the hunt. Um, if you add a safety and free agency, I'm sorry, no Julian Love there, or if you whatever. Oh, you add a, oh, oh sorry, oh, bite uh, your tongue, Chris. I was I was moving Julian Love to the slot, buddy. I was moving oh, him to okay. slot. I, was, uh, I, was gonna, start I thought me and you were gonna have a problem right there. <laughs> well, okay, say say you bring a slot corner in and you keep Julian Love at safety. You bring in that kid from Ohio State. You bring in a, a slot corner. You bring in another middle linebacker to go with Connolly. Hopefully he comes back. And it's you like, bring in a coordinator. <laughs> right, a, a coordinator who, you know, isn't too confusing and these guys can understand and, and, uh, and actually makes adjustments. And so all of a sudden it's like, okay, this should be a decent defense, no? Jerry, the potential is there to be a little decent. No question about it. It could be much, much improved next season. Jerry, Gettleman loves Leonard Williams, dude. Yeah. Loves him. Yeah. Now. We'll see how much he love, how he much love, love he has for him coming up. I was gonna say, does, he love him, does he love him for thirteen million a year? Uh, 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 ooh, I tell you what, Jerry, I think he'll love him for thirteen million a year. Wow, I'm telling you, dude. Oof. I'm telling you. Now, if he gets crazy and starts going north of fifteen or fourteen or six, whatever it might be, I don't know if he'll love him that much. But hey, I tell you know you what, what, dude? Jerry, it's not my money. I don't care. I just. He's got no, but function. still, it's your football team. And right, you right. Be, you can't be tying up your cap on your football team for for guys who maybe shouldn't be earning whatever you know whatever number they might get, right? Well, well he's at least worth the, uh, the the guy who would Olay in the defensive backfield was making fourteen million, right, Jenkins? So, whatever. Right. I mean, you know. So, um, listen, is this isn't uh, you know we'll see how much Gettleman loves. I could tell you they do love him. They do love Leonard Williams. We'll see how much they love him when he when he sit down with his agent, you know. Um, so, we'll see. Yeah, part of me is happy that he's here, so I could see him and see how good, you know, I and see what he's doing to this how defense. Did... But it's just I can't get over that. That's a high draft pick to give up for a free agent, but whatever. No, I, it's Jerry, done. I it is what it is. Jerry, but... I agree. But listen, it is what it is. Now he's here. I know he's here now. Know. You know, uh, I I don't agree with giving up a high three either, but. Forget about that now because it's done, you yeah, know? Right. Yep. So what's the next move, right? Yeah. What's the next move with Lennon Williams? You know, we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll see. Um, don't get me wrong, Jerry. I, I would love to see him back next year, but I just don't want, you know, to tie up, a, you know, a huge, I don't want to see a huge number for a guy that's good, not great, you know, right. very good, you know? So, right. Um, we'll Line. They got plenty of money, Jerry. They're gonna have plenty of money, bud. Oh yeah, they just they, they freed up, like I said, um, the, the the suspense of whether or not we were gonna keep Jack Rabbit. That's obviously over. Yeah, so that's we, done. Free up, we free up eleven million there. Yeah, Ogletree's uh, toast. Is he? Eli, is he ever, Chris? Holy yeah, he's cow! Eli obviously is not gonna be back. You know, right? right. Uh, you could, you know, you're gonna look at restructuring a few other guys. You know, so uh, you're gonna have a lot of money. Uh, the cap's going up by ten million, give or take. So. So there's your ten million for the free agent pool, uh, free agent pool, the rookie pool. So, you know, you sign uh, you sign Marcus Golden too, bud. Jerry, I want him back. Yeah, me too. I mean, obviously, it's all about numbers. I understand that, but don't tell me you. I mean, how about I mean, here's a guy. He's gonna get double digit sacks, man. No, I was gonna say, is there a guy on the Giants we disagree with? I'm not trying to be funny, but that's I, what I want. Come back on the roster. Like this guy can play, this guy can't. I, I don't, I don't know. forget. I don't forget. You're gonna get Ryan Connolly back next year. You know, it, it just but, makes sure he's got to be healthy. That's all. The ACLs listen, are tricky. Yeah, I mean, uh, I hate to say it, I don't want to see anybody get injured, but I guess the only good part of it is that it's early in the year. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, it's he's going to have a lot of time to come back. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, I don't. I don't want that to sound like a. No, you're I'm right. Just no, no. If it was December, it'd be worse. Yeah, you're right. 
Right. In reality, is he did it? What was it? September, Jerry? Right. It was the, uh, oh, the Red, beginning the Red, of October. It was the, the Redskins game, the fourth game. Okay, so that was September, right? The end of September. So, okay. um, yeah, you know, so he is going to have a lot of time to rehab. He he told you, listen, I see Connolly all the time. He told me he's way ahead of schedule. Good. So nice. Is that a good sign? Yeah, we'll see. You know, hopefully it's strength. Hopefully he's back for training camp. Uh, and now you got to get some. Now you got to get another linebacker. You know. Um, yeah, you do. Yes. A golden? And hey, Dave, hey, hey, Dave Gettleman, golden. real quick, Dave Gettleman. It's okay if you draft one higher. It's all right, buddy. You want to draft one in the second round, go for it. It's not against the law. Anyway, sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, um, I think Golden is a guy that I know he wants to be back here. Now, of course, it always comes down to the green, right? Yep. Uh, but he's a, mo- he's a motor that never stops. Is he the most talented guy at Golden? No. But he's a non-stop right yeah all out effort guy yeah who's going to get double digit sacks for the giants this season yep right and what if you team him up with somebody who's another guy who's going to get close to double uh, digits on the other right. man? that was the next thing like if we can you get know? this impact player that we really really want on this team it's just gonna make the whole defense especially the front better it's gonna make the secondary better because be less time that they have to cover guys it's just you know you've said it a million yeah. times you need impact players you get one guy that could be impact and all of a sudden, Golden's better. Leonard Williams is better. Tomlinson's right. even better. What What if Gettleman goes out and he lands a Shaq Barrett? Oh, it's incredible. Now you got him, and he brings back a Marcus Golden. Oh, even if X-Man is an opposite of Shaq Barrett fine. next year. Fine, fine. Now you're looking at a couple of edge guys. Now, you know, let's see what they do with Williams, right? And that frees up Williams now, right? A little bit. Yep. Right? So, and that's all stuff we, you know, we'll be talking about in the offseason, obviously. Uh, but it's all stuff that I expect Gettleman to make a splash. Now, I don't expect Gettleman to be spending like a drunken sailor, you know, on leave. I, I expect I, I expect Gettleman to make a big splash with a guy. Yeah, he's not going to be like Reese was where he's fighting for his life in 2016. Right. It's not going to be like no. that. I, I expect Gettleman to make a splash on a Shaq Barrett or a Bud Dupree, somebody off that edge. I really do, Jerry. What about this kid? Or Corey talking, Littleton. You know, I was gonna say, what about this like kid that. that everyone's talking about from Cleveland, the middle linebacker that they're gonna let walk? I forget his name. Chauvin? Yeah. Oh, he's. I mean, he's a good player, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying, would he be somebody that you want? What do you mean they're gonna let him walk? What, Suppose, you want, so, free agency? Yeah, I think so. I don't think they're resigning. Well, there's him. a kid. There's a kid you'll love right there, Joe Chauvin. There's a kid you'll love. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're, they're Corey Littleton. It. I mean, I like Corey Littleton. A guy could cover. Makes a lot of tackles. You know. So I expect Gettleman to bring a linebacker in. I really do, Jerry. Now, uh, let's put it this way, Jerry. I expect Gettleman to make a big run at a linebacker. We'll see if it, you know whether or not they sign. You know, it's always a lot of stuff involved in it. He's got so. a lot of money, and even if, like we said, if you sign Williams at thirteen million and you sign Golden at ten, say it's twenty-three, you got a lot left. You know, you're gonna have about mm-hmm. sixty, seventy million left probably. But by it's by the time it's all said and done, and yeah. like you said, Listen. you're not looking to spend it all, but you've got you've got cap space now, baby. Jerry, I want to make something a point. And I want to give kudos to Gettleman. He's gotten his team out of cap hell, dude. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This team was in cap hell when yeah. he took over yeah. because of Jerry Buffoon Boy Reese, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, Gettleman has turned this around now where he's got 80, whatever the hell the number's going to be. I don't know these numbers yet, but they're all going to be around there, right? Yeah. We'll worry about that in February, right? He's, he's, he's going to, so now you're going to have, a, and I believe Gettleman will not be a buffoon. And blow this whole cap, spend it on this and that. I think he's going to make that big splash and bring in some other little guys. You know? Yeah. 
Um, I think he's going to be pretty smart about it. You know, he, but one thing you're going to give cre uh, credit to Gentleman, you know, he got rid of guys, he traded guys. And guess what, dude? He got this team out of cap hell and out of, not even a surplus by a lot, right? I mean, it's the same old story. I know a lot of people are upset about snacks and all this and that, but like Gettleman said, and like everybody always, everybody said over the years, Jerry, if I finish 5-11 with that, I can finish 5-11 without you. Oh, yeah. And I always go back to the, the George Young to Brad Van Pelt speech. We can go 3-12-1 without you. And then they drafted Banks. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's just the way it works. That's, that's the business. Jerry, to go back even further, I'm, you know, I'm a big baseball historian, a big baseball guy. Ralph Kiner, the old Met broadcaster, he, yeah. he had a famous story when he was on the Pirates. He led the league in homers, yeah. went in the X for a raise, and, and the general manager told him, "What? Well, we we finished last place with you? <laughs> we can finish last place without you." Yeah, right. You know, no, I, I get that mentality. You know, that's yeah. part of the reason they got rid of Odell. It was, well, you're a dynamic player, but we're still losing. So not your fault, but we can lose without you. And they need a lot, needed a lot more positions. But I, I look, you don't want to revisit that, but I will now. Uh, the, the Odell trade, you got Peppers and. And, and the guy that became uh, the pick that became Dexter Lawrence, and I just keep going back to the X man. I'm I'm getting excited about him because even when he's not even when he's not getting a sack, he's getting close. And I'm thinking, man, this kid was raw coming out of Old Dominion. And when they made the pick, you're like, really? This is the guy they took? And with that pick, we waited the third. We waited that whole third round, and they took him. Uh, and then you see him playing, and he's it's game must be slowing down for him a little bit now. Jerry, he's raw, man. Yeah, you know, he's raw. And he's learning. And he admits it, Jerry. Yeah. I talk to him all the time. He admits it. I, I got to learn so much more. Yeah. But I tell you what, you look at him and you, how could you not like this kid, man? Right? Oh, I love him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, so, so I mean, excited you know, about his future. Yeah. Now, let's not, let's not, let's remember you got to progress, right? We said this about Lorenzo Yeah. Lorenzo Carter. Now we're talking about him a year later saying, what the hell's this kid doing? Right? Yeah. Right? Um, so, but you can't help but like what you see from the X-Man. Um, and hopefully he progresses into a near double-digit guy down the road, or maybe even a double-digit guy, Jerry. But Marcus Golden, bud, uh, to me, you got to get this guy back here, man. I agree. <clears throat> 100%. Yeah. Um, the, the guys that we, you, you, you just mentioned, one of the guys, and I'll bring up the other, Lorenzo Carter, B.J. Hill, just not taking the next step. I saw um, R.J. McIntosh got a sack, I believe, yesterday again. Got his second sack of the season. Yeah. Um, uh, B.J. Hill's playing the run well, man, but he just you expect a little more from him in a, in a pass rush game, you know? Yeah, so. and, and he's just – maybe he's just going to be a reserve guy who gives everybody else a break. Uh, I don't know. It's only a second year. We didn't think anything much of Dalvin Tomlinson either, uh, even last year. But, uh, you know, he's got a, a long career ahead of him. But just thought, mm. a little, thought, thought we'd see a little more from him this year. And like you said, maybe with a new coach, uh, these guys, you know, the, the light goes on and they figure it out. But I know it's only one win, man, but – I don't know, even even talking about this team now, especially on defense, not not as much on offense, but on defense, I'm starting to feel a little better about us. And and with the possibilities of the draft and bringing guys in, and um, you know, uh, like I said, uh, free agency, it's just uh, it's a little more exciting to talk about. That's all. Well, they got to finish strong, Joe. You got to continue with the progress. I mean, if Dwayne Haskins goes in and lights them up Sunday for 280 yards or three touchdowns, they're gonna be like, "What the hell is going on?" You know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to finish strong. Uh, you got to finish with the. You know, hopefully, they continue to, uh, to to move forward and finish strong, Jerry. That's that's what we're looking for for Baker, Beal, all these guys. Love all of them, right? Yep. I mean, Haskins played pretty good yesterday, so it's not going to be like a train wreck Sunday afternoon, you know? No, it's not. And um, I can't believe the NFC East is going to come down to Sunday afternoon with what yeah. 
two seven yeah. and, two seven and seven teams. Yeah, yeah. The NFC East is coming down to Cowboys and Eagles Sunday afternoon. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. Oh man. Uh what else? Oh, Rosas on the extra point. What happened there? Just another missed extra point? Another missed extra point, man. I didn't think anything was wrong with the snap either. I was looking at it again. I'm like, I don't see it. <laughs> Pretty funny when you win a game. Nobody really talks about stuff like that, right? Oh, we we have to because it's a it's a thing now. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is that it got overlooked a little bit. But hey, oh, yeah. this is another missed extra point from Rosas, right? Yeah, What's yeah. that four now, Jerry? Four, I think. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. What are we doing here? Now, what are we doing, Aldrick? Come All on. Right. Nah, I don't feel confident with this guy next year. Oh, I don't. So. We not, We have we have enough needs. We don't need to add kicker to it. But speaking of kicker. How about Riley Dixon this year as a punter? Oh, that punt yesterday was beautiful. I know he got a lot of help from the wind. Bowl ball, Jerry? Uh, He deserves it, yeah. I think he's got to be in the running, right? Well, here's the deal. What I loved about that series was you had the punt and um, Antonio Hamilton and and Cody Core and everyone are waiting for it to to keep going. It goes about the two and a half, and then there's defense. There's a holding by the receiving team, and then I think it was the next play, which was the, the Sam Beal safety. Or, or, or two plays later, whatever it was. Right. But this is why special teams matters and why I'm so happy about McGahee and why we keep saying, you know, interview him. And if he doesn't get the head coaching job and that's fine, you want to go to someone else, okay. But interview him and try to retain him because he's a hell of a coach. And the, the special teams outside of Rosas's missed extra points now, which I can't blame a coach for, uh, the coverage units are better. Uh, even the return, I don't think we have dynamic returners, but we still get consistent positive yardage uh it's just so much better than it used to be and it's such a pleasure to watch these guys jerry pretty funny story quick um so i'm in a field house a couple weeks ago and damari scott is returning punts okay yeah and he's misjudging everything (laughs) in the field house he's misjudging everything must be the must be the wind (laughs) right and i look at this other guy he looks at me he's like what the hell does McGahee see in his guy? You know, I mean, are yeah. they really going to let this guy? And he's been all right, Demar Scott. Right? He's been pretty good. He got a thirty-four yard return yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he looks he looks pretty decent back there, yeah. and it's pretty funny because you would have seen him in practice there. You'd be like, "What are these guys on crack? They're going to allow this guy return a punt? This guy can't even he can't even judge a ball in a field house, you know." <laughs> but the sh- the point being is that you got to like McGahee, man, the special teams coach. Yeah, and I'm right? not saying you make him the head coach, but you give him an interview because he deserves it. I mean, his units are so much better than they used to be. Ah, you got to like what McGahee's doing with these special teams, man. Right? Right, right? No more long punt returns. No more 65-yard or touchdown kickoff returns, right? Yeah, we used to hold our breath under call oh, for him. Come, like, on, oh, come, man, on, come on, man. Come on. Please. You know? So, um, yeah. So, uh, the, you know, a lot of good things, man. Uh, you know, Cody Core and Hamilton played well again yesterday. Yeah, they're um, really good on the coverage units, those two. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, playing the Redskins this week and um, – you know, we'll say a lot of people don't want to win this game, but I think we're doing they're going to be out there to try to win it. Trust me. You I think know? we're doing hot mic this week, aren't we? We're going to be doing hot mic. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. It's going to be a blast again. So, uh, Redskins are coming off a tough loss to, to your, your second favorite team, the Eagles. You know, oh, so. Good Lord. Yeah. I watched the end of that one crying because I really wanted to see them lose. And Wentz, ever since I w- said Wentz is bad, he's got, what, eight touchdowns oh, and one gosh. pick? Oh. I'm not. Yes, ever since that famous inaccurate tweet you threw out there, he's throwing balls all over the damn place. So accurate. He made two unbelievable throws yesterday to win oh, that game. Oh, it was ridiculous. Uh, well, you know what, guys? 
The way I look at 4 o'clock Sunday is one of the fan bases that we hate are going to be very miserable after that game because their season's over too. So. Yeah. It's probably going to be the Eagle fan base too, bud. I think you're right. I think Dallas last night watch, and where, watch Where did it. that come from? Where the hell did that come from yesterday? Well, the they, all game. of a sudden they realized how talented they were. Jerry, for nine weeks I've been riding the Cowboys. Are oh, they going to win this week? Are oh, they too talented? The one week I said, you know what? I give up with these guys. They smoked the Rams. I think that was Incredible. the only game I won that we picked differently. <laughs> I'm like, the one week I finally gave up with the Cowboys, they turn around and put it together and smoked the Rams. Incredible. Yeah, but it, you talked about linebackers and you talked about um, Connolly. Watching those linebackers is so much fun. Even Sean Lee's a, a veteran. It's just so nice to see linebackers. Jalen Smith, like, oh, man, these guys are good. I just want linebackers, buddy. That's all I want. If any, just give me linebackers, Dave, please. Please. You want to ask Banks if he'll give it another shot? Oh, God, I'd love that. <laughs> and by the way, my dream of Pepper Johnson becoming something here with Banks as his, uh, as his counsel and then you counseling Banks and having an in on the New York Giants is, is going to be alive still. Shermer did not save himself with one win. So the dream lives on of Chris Bisignano affecting play on Sundays. So. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Any, anything else, buddy? No, that's it. All right, guys. Uh, we printed last night, so you'll see a copy uh, on newsstand. So if you want to order a subscription or a copy, uh, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Uh, go to magster.com for a digital subscription as well, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download the Giant Insider app. Uh, we will probably do our podcast Thursday this week. Uh, we'll take your Twitter questions. We'll preview the game against the Redskins. And uh, that's about it. All right, guys. Remember... We got to win, baby. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye, everybody.